the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. When you live in the realm of faith... You walk in the realm of authority. When you live in unbelief, you give the enemy influence in your life. Go ahead and determine right now, I am walking by faith. Do you know what I would say to someone who says, God doesn't do miracles like he used to do in the Bible. He doesn't do that anymore today. I would say to that soul, are you changing God? Because he does not change. The day of miracles is now. The day of miracles is tomorrow. The day of miracles is the day after, after that. The day of miracles is every day because God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? Okay, now, faith will take you to a place of strategic power. The anointing will flow over your life, and you will see the power of Almighty God overtake you and change your circumstance. He favors you. Today, I'm going to give you seven steps, seven steps so that you can stand on the mountain. Let's go forward. God wants to show you something in his word today to empower you. And if you get a hold of just one principle that I give today, it could change your entire life, altering all of your days. I'm in the book of 2 Kings, 2nd chapter in the 14th verse, 2nd Kings, 2nd chapter and the 14th verse. Elijah picked up the cloak of Elijah and he struck the water of the Jordan River and he shouted, where is the God of Elijah? He asked, why is Elijah beating his master's cloak upon the water? Well, let's step back for a moment and see. Now, Elijah and Elijah were walking together and they needed to cross the Jordan River, the Bible says. I'm in 2 Kings 2 and 8. Elijah, he took his cloak, he rolled it up and he struck the water with it. And the water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry land. Mm, that's a miracle. Second Kings 2 and 14. Now, Elijah, knowing that God is about to take him into the heavens, he asked Elijah, his servant. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elijah, tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elijah replied. Ah, oh, you ask a difficult thing. 
Elijah said. But if you see me, what I am taken from you, then it will be yours. Otherwise, not. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah was taken up into heaven in a whirlwind. Elijah saw this and he cried out, my father, my father, the chariots and the horsemen of Israel. Elijah saw him no more. Then he rent his clothes. Elijah is seen into the spirit realm. Now, when you can see into the spirit realm, powerful things will take place for you. Jesus said, I only do what I see the father doing. When you can discern, when you can see into the spirit realm and see what God is doing, there's going to be such a great shift of power in your life. Now, he picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and he went back and he stood on the bank of the Jordan. And then he took the cloak that had fallen from his master and he struck the water with it. Where now is the God of Elijah? He asked. And when he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left. And he crossed over. Faith. Elijah believed he had faith. The message today is about possessing your promised land. And I'm not talking about casting the mountain into the midst of the sea right now. I'm talking about standing on top of the mountain and telling Satan, this is my mountain and taking the victory. You are going to prevail. You're absolutely going to prevail because there's going to be a change in your life. But maybe right now you're facing some circumstances and it seems insurmountable and you're not sure how to handle what you're facing. Elijah had seen the change that happened. Can you imagine the master that he studied under all these years and now God has taken him up into heaven, the miracles, the signs and wonders that had followed the prophet Elijah when he was on earth. Now Elijah has studied under him and he's gone into heaven. But he had the mantle. You remember, the mantle fell from him to Elijah, from Elijah as he went into the heavens. He had seen Elijah part the Jordan River. Now once more, the Jordan needed to be parted for him. But Elijah is gone. And because he knew the power to do miracles and prophesy came from Almighty God, he did not cry out, where is Elijah? No. He said, where is the God of Elijah? But God answered. He struck the river with Elijah's mantle, his cloak, and the waters parted. Now Elijah knew that he would prevail in the power of Almighty God. And that if God was with him, he would be unstoppable. He was no longer looking for Elijah. He was looking at God. Oh, when you look at God and not your circumstance, everything changes. And so when he struck the water, the Jordan River, a company of prophets from Jericho who were watching said, the spirit of Elijah is resting on Elijah. And they went to meet him and they bowed to the ground before him. When you're facing a circumstance, it's critical. It, it may be painful and it seems overwhelming. Cry out for God like Elijah did. He is the deliverer. He's the sustainer and the keeper. He is the provider. Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith, is looking on and interceding for you. This is how answers come. This is how God guides us by his spirit. To cross the Jordan River, he cried out for the God of Elijah. He placed his faith in God and the waters of the Jordan were parted. It's time to stand on the mountain and possess the land. 
until now? The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Matthew eleven twelve. What am I saying? Receive the word of God into your heart and go after it violently with a zeal to obtain what God has for you. Go on and possess the land spiritually. Take it by force. The word of God in you, when it becomes flesh within you, you'll take the mountain. You'll possess the promised land spiritually. The word of God is indestructible. It's invincible. It cannot be assaulted. It's resistant. It becomes a force in your heart and you will possess the land. You will rise up spiritually and take the kingdom by force. God wants to put his hands upon you and transport you to a new place where you experience the prophetic. What do I mean by the prophetic? He wants to pick you up and take you to a place where he can show you what is to come. This is a place where you have a deeper understanding of the things, the ways of God. Why am I saying that? Why am I saying that this is what he wants to do? God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God always speaks before he acts so that he receives the glory. Everyone will then know that what he has surely spoken, he has brought it to pass. When you can see what God is doing and you can hear his voice, you will discern his will and he will manifest what has been spoken. You'll stand on the mountaintop and nothing will shake you. What am I saying? What, what mountain? Maybe it's a mountain of debt. Maybe a sickness. Maybe there's an addiction. The wounded that need healing. The splendor of God is what you will experience. It's so important right now that God's people draw themselves closer and a divine relationship with the Almighty. This is that season for the remnant to rise up in power. Now, this is possessing the promised land. Today, I want to show you how to rise up spiritually and take the promises the church is moving into a position of revelation. Many of us have been in the wilderness and it's time to arise. It's time to arise from the wilderness and go forth without fear and step into the promised land. God wants you to be one of great vision and to have prophetic utterances. Maybe you've never even seen a vision before from the Lord. Well, that's about to change. Maybe nothing prophetic has ever come out of your mouth. Well, you're going to be in a new place after today. God really wants to put his hands on you and by his spirit, take you to a new place of unique experiences. Before I take you into this extraordinary message today and how it is going to change you, I want to share something with you. As a parent and having advised other parents through the ministry, I've seen children stay close to their parent and I've seen some children be far away from their parent and others that... They're never close to their parent. They just always have stayed distant, kind of far away, you know. It's a kind of wishy-washy. Some are even in and out. They're close and then they're not, you know. God's children are the same. Some stay very close to him and some stay very far away. And yet others are neither hot or cold. They're just kind of lukewarm. As a parent, it may seem that the parent loves one more than the other. But most parents will say, oh, no, no, I, I love all my children the same. I know you'll agree. And they don't love one more than the other, but some children just kind of stay closer to the parent than maybe another child stays. And the ones that stay close seem favored. But again, the reality is the parent loves them all the same. Obviously, Ezekiel had a very close relationship with God. Because he had such a bond with God, 
God gave him prophetic utterances and showed him amazing things. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He wants to show you amazing things so that you spiritually possess your promised land. Ezekiel was called to be a prophet in exile in Babylon. Ezekiel receives a dramatic call from God in the midst of captivity. God raises up a prophet for the people. Ezekiel was originally a priest. Now God has called him to the office of a prophet. Ezekiel has an experience with God that foretells the future. And his vision will change your life forever. God can, by the Holy Spirit, activate something brand new in you. The vision that Ezekiel had, I'm about to share with you. It shows you that desolate places, dry places in your life that that, that seem bleak and dry without the Holy Spirit. He can speak over your life and set a new thing in motion for you. Ezekiel 37, 1 to 10. The hand of the Lord was upon me and he carried me out in the spirit into a dry land in the midst of a valley full of bones. Now the prophet experiences something amazing. God himself lifted Ezekiel up and he carried him to this place, a valley of dry bones. Ezekiel's having an experience with God. Experience with God will always change the person. He caused him to pass round about He lifted him. He's showing him a view of a valley of dry bones. Obviously, God wanted Ezekiel to have a full view, a valley of thousands and thousands and thousands of dry bones. It must have appeared as a massive great army had died. And over time, the bones were even dried out. And he said unto me, son of man, can these dry bones live? And Ezekiel answered, yea, Lord, only thou knowest Can you imagine what Ezekiel is thinking? Is this like a trick question? I mean, these are dried bones. They've been here so long. They're drying out. It's a valley of death. The massive army must have been there for many, many years, dead, maybe thousands of years. And God says, can these dry bones live? And he told Ezekiel, prophesy to the dry bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, so God's children speak So God's children, Ezekiel, spoke out of his mouth the words that God gave him to speak. And life came to the dry bones because life and death is in the power of the tongue. What are you speaking over your life? Oh, God is giving you the ability to prophesy to the barren places in your life. And life will come forth if you will speak life. Believe the word of your Lord over your circumstances and your victory will come forth. Believe. The word of the Lord is alive. Watch God's word alive in the valley of dry bones. Thus saith the Lord unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. God always speaks before he acts. And so prophetic utterances were coming forth. He told Ezekiel what to speak to the dry bones and to command the wind, the breath to come forth. And when the wind came forth, the dry bones, they stood up. <laughs> they stood up as a great army in the sinew, the muscle, the flesh returned to the dry bones and they were much alive. How do you take the victory and stand on the mountaintop in your life? I'm going to give you seven steps today that will take you the top of the mountain and you'll wave the victory flag seven important steps why do i call them seven steps because as you step closer you must take action there must be some activity that changes things for you one fasting and pray often i'm not talking about giving up chocolate right now i'm speaking about seeking god on your knees on your face 
however you plan to position yourself, but I'm talking about speaking God and possessing the land, standing on the mountaintop where the barren places in your life come alive with the Holy Spirit through fasting and praying and seeking God. Now I'm talking about biblical fasting. My son called me one day with a dilemma and I was talking to him and I said, you know, you're going to need to fast your way through. He said, all right, mother, I'm going to give up chocolate. There was silence for a moment on that phone line. I said, chocolate, son. This kid didn't even like chocolate when he, he didn't even like chocolate when he was a kid. So I, you're going to give up chocolate. I said, son, now that's not, there's no sacrifice, you know, in that. He's going to give up chocolate. No, you didn't even like it when you were a kid. He said, no, but I eat chocolate. I said, no, we're not talking about that kind of fast, son. We're talking about a fast from the Bible. You know, I mean, if we're going to do this, let's go on and do this thing. Let's get authentic. Let's talk about true fasting. Queen Esther fasted in the Bible days for three days. And she saved the life of all the Jewish people. She was preparing to approach the king with an urgent matter without being summoned. Without being summoned to the king, she could lose her life. She had a desperate desire to tell the king an evil plot that one of his men had to destroy all the Jewish people. And that would include her, his precious king. She was a Jew, and the king did not know this yet. So she fasted, and she told Mordecai, her uncle, tell all the Jewish people, do not eat or drink for three days, night or day, and I and my maidens will fast as you do. And when this is done, I will go to the king, even though it's against the law. If I perish, then I perish. Esther 4 and 18, the Jewish people were saved. After she told the king the evil plot, I'm making a long story short today. Did she literally stand on the mountain and tell Satan, this mountain is mine. These are my people. They belong to the Lord. Isn't that really what she in essence was saying? It's time to go up and possess the promised land. And Daniel 10 and 3, Daniel fasts for 21 days, he says. He says, I ate no delicacies, no meat, no wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all. For for three full weeks. What did Daniel eat then on the the fast? Well, there are two passages, Daniel 1, 12 and Daniel 10, 12 to 13. Daniel 1, 12 and Daniel 10, 12 to 13. It says he was only eating fruits, vegetables, legumes, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. He eliminated meats and dairies and sugars and drinking only water. Now, the second step is to spend time in the Word. I'm not talking about minutes now. I'm talking about hours. I'm talking about activating the Word of God in your life, living in obedience to the Word of God, daily staying in the Word, day and night, turning off the television, and turn on the power of God in your life. As you read and contemplate, the Word of God will go into your heart, and it will be a light. It will be a light unto your path. Every night for years, I'm going to share the secret with you. I would sit just before I would go to bed, and I would sit and I would read the miraculous in the Bible. I would read about the birth of Christ, the prophecy of the coming of the Lord in the Old Testament. I would read about that. And then I would read about his birth, his miraculous birth in the New Testament every night. I'm talking about for maybe three to four minutes every night. For years I did this. I want to tell you that miracles began to spring forth in my life. Before years went by, I just continued to do it. But miracles began to spring forth. And the level of my faith, it was increasing and increasing and increasing, unbeknownst to me. Nothing replaces studying the Word of God 
if you visit the miraculous, you will have faith in God, you will believe for the miraculous, and it will transform your mind, your soul. And when you pray, the miraculous will spring forth. Crucify the flesh. Paul said, I am crucified with him. It's a force. As you begin to study the cross, as you begin to contemplate, and you begin to crucify the flesh, oh, there'll be new words that come out of your mouth. There'll be new manifestation of the power of God in your life. We have to use our disciplined mind and deny the flesh. Deny anything that's unlike God. Don't allow the flesh to overtake you. 1 Corinthians 9, 27, Paul said, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Being filled with the Spirit of God, you will conquer the flesh. And number four, it's time for the victory. To take the victory, write your thoughts down. Whatever scriptures the Lord's given you when you pray, take time to write that down, what the Holy Spirit is giving you and directing you. Number five, write it down. Remember the angel of the Lord said to John, these words are both faithful and true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to you to show a servant what must take place soon. Write it down. Number six, fall absolutely in love with the Lord on a new level, a level that changes you. Don't be satisfied where you are. To possess the land, you must hear the voice of God. You must have revelation power. You will be able then to unleash a power through these seven steps that will take you to an absolute new place. The barren places in your life will be green again with living water. The Holy Spirit will breathe upon you and restore you, giving you the promised land. And you will stand on the mountaintop taking the victory. You will possess the land. And the next step is acting in complete obedience to the word of God. Complete obedience. This will activate your faith. As you fall deeply in love with the Lord, cry out to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, give me the passionate love that you have for the Messiah. Give me the passionate love and do not cease to cry out until you have it. Until you are so deeply in love with him, you have a zeal to go after him. You have a hunger to pray. You have a hunger for the word. You hunger and thirst for righteousness. The Bible says those that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. God wants to take you to a miraculous place where he shows you the prophetic. Where prophetic words come out of your mouth, he shows you the future and what is to come. This is the hour of the church. The church is moving into the place of its most miraculous hour, the most incredible hours that it will ever see. The disciples had great power with the Holy Spirit. But Jesus said that the greater works were coming. The greater works were coming. We would do the works that he did and the greater works. He's releasing a greater anointing over the church. It is spreading far and wide. Those who are watching and waiting, those who are activating their face, they have rent their heart. Oh, God is doing a new work in their life. He wants prophetic utterances to come from your mouth. Remember that when you walk in faith, that you walk in authority. And that when you walk in unbelief, you give the enemy influence in your life. Go ahead and determine, I am walking by faith and not by sight. You will have authority in this realm. You will 
speak a thing, and it shall be so. The enemy will not have influence over your life. Go ahead and determine. I am walking by faith. I am walking by faith. This is the realm of authority. When you walk by the faith of God, stay in the word of God day and night. Stay in the word of God as a continuum. Don't find yourself with minutes per day in the word of God. Find yourself with hours in the word of God. Steal those minutes away and those minutes will add up to be hours. You will find yourself deeply in love with the Messiah. And don't forget, visit the miraculous. That is vitally important. Stay in the miraculous events of the Bible. Read the miraculous birth of Christ. Don't wait for Christmas time. Be in the miraculous all year long. Let that sink into your spirit before you go off to sleep at night. I'm telling you a great secret. Miracles will spring forth. Miracle signs and wonders follow those who believe. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.